I am Christy Ballard Fellaini. I am a certified life coach who found herself at 42, freshly divorced, kids off to college, and having never dated in my adult life. I was starting in the middle. If you haven't yet hit start on your middle time in life, let's do it together. Let the journey begin. You are listening to Start in the Middle, Episode 4. Hey friends, today I want to talk to you about just how powerful our thoughts are and how the thoughts we are thinking make us feel. So remember back in Episode 2, I taught you the model and I explained to you that it is the thoughts that we are thinking that create our feelings and from our feelings is how we will behave, how we will take action or even inaction or maybe even react to something. So you may not know this, but about 95% of our thoughts are totally unconscious. That means they just happen. And some of the reoccurring thoughts that have been automatic for so long are what we call our beliefs. And if they are thoughts that we have been thinking for some time, we just automatically believe that they are true. So for example, Everyone in our family is overweight, so I will probably continue to be overweight too. Maybe this is a thought that you have been carrying around since you were first started noticing as a child the body composition of most of the people in your family. And so you have never challenged the thought. You've just believed it to be true. The meaning that you give this thought will determine what you are going to do about it. But what I want to offer to you is that other people who may have the same types of thoughts that we do or the same types of thought patterns that we do, they could be making that mean something completely different. So when we examine what that thought means to us, we understand better why we are feeling the way that we do when we are thinking a particular thought. So for me, the thought of everyone is overweight may make me feel energized or motivate me to take better care of myself. Or on the opposite side of that, someone else might be feeling hopeless over that thought. So it causes them to not take action and maybe stay stuck in that feeling that there is no hope for me in this area. So I want you to take a second and notice, what are you thinking right now? When you're thinking that thought, what feeling is coming up for you? So what feeling do you have? What sensation do you have in your body right now? Is it a positive feeling, a negative feeling? Does it make you feel anxious? Or does it maybe make you have a question mark in your brain, that curiosity? Why are you thinking that? So notice how when you are conscious of a thought, you are able to notice the feeling that that thought has created for you. So let's talk about thoughts that are programmed versus thoughts that are deliberate. So our program thoughts are the thoughts that are ingrained in us without us even giving thought to it. They're just things that 
possibly we have learned over time or even things that we were brought up on. Say for instance, how you were raised or the beliefs and ideas that your parents had. And without meaning to teach those to you, you just naturally learned them just as they did based off of the beliefs of their parents, right? So for example, let's say maybe you just naturally think that you should go to church every Sunday because that's what your parents did when you were growing up and that's what your family has always done. However, this may not be the case with everyone. What about the people who were not brought up in church and they think it's perfectly okay to not go to church? And then there are people who only go to church on specific holidays. It doesn't mean that there is any right or wrong way to handle when you go to church, if you go to church, if you don't go to church. It just simply means that they have different thoughts and idea of when it is appropriate or best for them to attend church. So this is an example of the thoughts that may have been programmed based on what your family did or what your family's beliefs were when you were growing up. You see, your beliefs are the foundation of your identity. They're simply thoughts you choose to think on repeat. And do you know you have the power to choose what you want to believe? Choosing what you want to believe does take some work though. It's not a matter of just quickly swapping out a negative thought for a positive thought. That's simply not realistic. But the first step is recognizing that it is simply just a thought or sentences even in your brain. And again, they have no meaning until you decide to put a meaning to it, which brings us to thinking on purpose or creating deliberate thoughts. Are you aware that it is totally your choice on how you want to think about something or what you want to think about something? And it is totally your choice to believe it to be true. I think the biggest revelation for me was when I was in a coaching session and my coach pointed out to me that just because you think a thought, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is true. Okay, let me say that again. Just because you think a thought, it doesn't mean that it is true. So just because the thought unconsciously pops into your head, it doesn't necessarily mean it is true until you put meaning to it. So if you can choose what you want to think, why not choose to think more on purpose? You see, our deliberate thinking are the thoughts we choose to think on purpose. These we are conscious of and think them on purpose. And usually when we are choosing the thoughts on purpose, it is because we are wanting to create a certain feeling. So for instance, if I'm about to walk into a job interview, when I go into that interview, I want to feel confident and poised. So before I enter the room, I may be telling myself and I am thinking of how I am the perfect candidate for this job. I have all of the qualifications and all of the requirements for this job. Therefore, I'm creating for myself this feeling 
of confidence. So when I am confident, my actions are going to come from a confident place. How I react to my interviewer's questions are going to come from a confident place. So we covered a lot of information today about our thoughts. Today we covered your program thoughts or thoughts that you have been thinking for some time and have become your beliefs. And we have also talked about thinking on purpose or creating deliberate thoughts. So why is this important? Well, this is important because there are going to be so many times throughout your life's journey that you're going to find yourself questioning. You're going to find yourself curious about where you're at, what's brought you here, and where do you want to go next? So it's extremely important for you to realize how powerful your thoughts are in creating this next chapter of you. Let's talk about how we begin to make changes in the way that we are thinking. First, what is the reoccurring thought that you have been thinking that is not serving you? I'm talking that thought that is getting in the way of something that you want to do or who you want to become. Are there thoughts that you are thinking over and over again on repeat that are causing you to doubt yourself, maybe to doubt your abilities or even to make you feel bad? Your first step is to identify the thought that is not serving you. So I mean thoughts like, I will always be overweight. I will never be good at business. I will never achieve my dream of becoming an author. Well, of course, when you're telling yourself these things like I will always be or I never will be, then that is the exact result that you will create for yourself. When you say things like I will always be or I will never be, more than likely the feeling that you have created is that feeling of maybe being incapable or defeat. And of course, when you're feeling incapable or defeated, then your actions towards that goal will mirror the feeling and will essentially not get you closer to where you actually want to be. So the next step is to decide what do you want to think and then question yourself why. Why do you want to think that or why do you want that outcome? All of the power in making changes lies within your why. So if your why is powerful enough to truly motivate you, then you can make some lasting changes. When your why comes from a place of maybe negativity, loathing, or hate of something, the changes that you are attempting to make will not be sustainable. And your motivation for making the change will not be sustainable. But if you truly like your why and you're coming from a place of love, you are far more motivated and your new thought becomes more effective and believable to you. So when you truly like your why, your new thoughts will become easier to believe. So let me give you some examples of some whys based on the thoughts that I had given you before. So if you say, I want to become an author because I have value 
to contribute. I want to lose weight so I can run around and play with my kids while they are still young. Or I want to become better at business because it is my legacy to my family. So when you are thinking about your why and you really have compassion and love and you truly like your why, then your thoughts will be easier for you to change and they will be easier for you to believe. Again, when we believe them, they are more sustainable and they will continue to stay with us over time. So in the next step, you want to ask yourself, is the thought you want to think believable to you now? So if you're having a hard time believing I'm able to become an author, then you may want to start with something smaller, something that will bridge you to that thought, something that is believable to you now that will get you to that step of believing that you can become that author. You could certainly think a bridging thought that would work towards getting you to that believable thought. So for instance, you could use the bridging thought, I am becoming someone who is researching how to get better at my business. Or I can begin my journey of becoming an author by journaling every day. Utilizing the bridging techniques tells our brains that yes, this thought is believable and I am working my way towards the thought that I want to believe in order to make my dream become a reality. We have the power and potential to create anything we want in our lives by the thoughts that we are thinking. This is exactly what I work with with my clients in my coaching practice. This is also the work that I continue to do with myself in my own self-coaching practice. Let me know what you think about this. Send me an email if you have questions or you're curious or you want to learn more. Let's do a mini coaching session so you can see firsthand how these techniques work. So email me at kbfellaini, that's k-b-f-a-l-a-n-y, at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you so much for listening to Start in the Middle with me, Christy Ballard Fellaini. I hope you will continue to tune in as we discover all that this midlife journey has to offer us. Do you need a life coach? Wouldn't it be amazing to have a listening ear who understands where you're coming from? We could work on challenges, goals, relationships, and so much more. Email me at kbfellaini, that's k-b-f-a-l-a-n-y at gmail.com. I have created an online coaching business to help you ignite that passionate, enthusiastic woman who may have been tucked away for some time.